Brush and Richie here with your daily takeaway podcast. I've, I've eaten a fisherman's friend, so you're, I do apologise. You're going to have to take this bit on your own because I'm, I'm going to eat this now. So, okay. Is there anything you wanted to say? Uh, Sorry to put you on the spot, but I can't talk with a fisherman's friend of me, man. The first thing that's come to mind is really dull, but I'm going to have to say it now Just because do it. Uh, you've got a fisherman's friend in your mouth. Yep. I set my alarm for seven o'clock in the morning. All right. I woke Phew, up. I thought that was the end. No, 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 no. The end of the story. The end of the story, though, is imminent. Okay. I woke up this morning. Looked at my watch. Six fifty-nine. So the crux of this is you, you, you woke up just before your alarm. One minute before, which is really annoying. That, I find. So there's no, there's no even no point in even rolling over and having a bit more, like another twenty seconds, is there? Not really. No, I got up. That's an early time to get up, isn't it? Not really. Don't think so. Well, then to be to be fair, man, we were we're seven thirty. <laughs> but I'll take any time. You finish your um, fisherman's friend, haven't you? Sorry, no, I've still got it there. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'll shut up. You found it such an engaging conversation. You thought, I'm going to put this in the corner of my mouth and tell him the time that I wake you up. You lured me in and I hate you for it. If you want to let us know what time you wake up, um, oh no, don't. It's so crap. That's good. We should do that. Really? Look, look this, we've had a few phone in topics this week that we thought this is going to be brilliant <laughs> and it's absolutely stacked it. Maybe it's time to wheel out what times you get up. But that's a breakfast show feature. I don't care. We're having it. <laughs> if Dave, if Dave Barry wants it, right? Yeah. We'll 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 do it on home time, and then he can le- we'll lease it to him. Thirty five quid for the phone for the morning. Here's an idea because I, I think we're working towards something here. How about we do what time do you go to bed? And then if that goes well, we know that the wake up one will work, and then we'll lease it to Dave. And, and if he doesn't pay up, we'll do it anyway. So yeah, what time do you wake up? What time do you go to bed? And then the trilogy could be what time do you have lunch? Let's see if we get a three book deal. <laughs> This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We've had a midweek meeting at lunchtime today. Big power lunch. Bush and myself. Oh, yeah. Uh, and two members of management at a beautiful brasserie in the centre of town. At first, we did think that we'd been given our marching orders. <laughs> but it seems like a nice place to t- say that I'm, I'm afraid it's all over. And the lunch kept on going, and we're looking at each other and kicking each other under the table, thinking we're still here, nothing's been said yet. Well, I, I was quite convinced that they were going to wrap us up. Me too. Right, so I just thought, let's just have let's just have something nice. Let's make the most of this final hurrah. And so he did. He ordered some chicken schnitzel uh, with uh, some beautiful fries to go with it, and in my head I'm thinking, no, what have you done? Because whilst Bush is doing all the sm- small talk, I've been studying the menus, what I always do. I can't talk to people over a meal until I've decided what I'm going to have. And in my head, I've decided chicken schnitzel and I'll have a side of fries. And then he goes and orders it. And I'm committed in my head yeah. to ordering the schnitzel. So I ordered it as well. And you could see management next door to us laughing, going, oh, that's cute. Isn't it? Look, look at, at you two. Oh, home time, the boys together ordering the same meal well, on the we, same side. We had the same. We had chicken schnitzel each. We had chips as well each. And we had a glass of Coke each at the same I time. I know. And we had one slice of bread each as well as a yeah, starter. We did, that's true. It's not a good look, though, is it? The whole same, same thing. You know, you, I don't think there's much individuality to it. It, it just felt awful. It's quite endearing, though. I remember when I used to work as a, as a waiter in a, in a little hotel in, in Devon, this old couple used to come in every Thursday lunchtime, sit both facing out to sea, yep. and have uh, scampi and chips. Same same thing, same glass of Coke and everything. Is that what you want management thinking of us? I swear, I, I'd be, I could eat in silence with you, just looking out <laughs> to sea on the south coast. Uh, so if there is a scenario that you have been in uh, where, much like Bush and myself, at lunchtime today, you found yourself same, same, that could be the same clothes... Uh, turned up at a posh event could be the same food orders maybe you do it on purpose maybe when you go away on holiday you all get the same pyjamas some people could do that some people do that very good point Uh, Sophie has sent uh, 
pictorial evidence oh, of her 21st birthday. I thought it was a photo of a schnitzel. <laughs> uh, when uh, both her and her friend on her 21st birthday turned up unplanned wearing exactly the same outfit. Which you know what? I, I, this is quite corny, but uh, every Christmas, uh, my other half, Katie, buys us all the same Christmas pyjamas. Mm -hmm. So we have kind of you know, Bush family Christmas pyjamas. It's a little bit um, um, Chevy Chase, but I, I like it. Do you I, know what I mean? I, I, I like it. I think it only becomes corny if you decide to then take a picture and show the world. Oh, OK. Yeah, OK. Maybe oh. we won't do that next year. I <laughs> 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 will we'll cancel the cards. <laughs> Talking about the fact that uh, Richie and I both accidentally ordered the same thing at lunch today. We both had a schnitzel. And whilst we're on the subject, let's hear it for schnitzels. What an underrated food. You only ever normally think of or see schnitzel if you're on a, a Greek package holiday with your family in the <laughs> 80s. Don't really understand what it is. Yeah. As far as I can tell, it's like a chicken or something. They just hammer hammer the, the bejesus out of it. Hammered chicken, breadcrumbs, deep fried. Very simple, but what an underrated food. That was fantastic. I, I would say schnitzel doesn't get the credit it deserves. You very rarely see someone doing schnitzel on, like, MasterChef or anything. Do you have to have the fried egg on top of it that we add to make it a chicken schnitzel? That's the question. I've never know. had egg on a schnitzel before. No. Sounds like a Samuel L. Jackson movie. <laughs> egg on a schnitzel. <laughs> so, look, it's definitely a, an underrated food. If there's a food in your life that you think doesn't get the credit it deserves and really should be put on a, a, a pedestal, like we are doing with... I feel like we've raised schnitzel awareness. Certainly in the last staff. 27 minutes, yeah. No one has done more for the schnitzel industry <laughs> than Richie and I. I'm, I'm not sure anyone cares. <laughs> uh, P, though, says on Twitter, uh, the, the food he thinks is underrated, butter beans, yellow fish and boiled potatoes. It's right if you're in prison. That, isn't it? <laughs> That's why it's underrated. I'm not sure I agree with it. He calls it a proper docker's dinner. <laughs> uh, I would put forward mayonnaise. So many people seem to just turn their nose up at mayonnaise. I don't mind mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is all right. I love mayonnaise. It's all right. No, it's not, it's not just all right. I, I would say anything dipped in it can suddenly be saved on a plate. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's quite a big thing to say, that anything in mayonnaise is OK. We heard from somebody yesterday who ordered 2,000 sachets of it for 50p. They're absolutely sorted for the rest of their life. Uh, Phoebe and her dogs in Kent have texted in. Uh, higher, a good thing that is highly underrated is Marmite on toast with salad cream. Hmm. It's 10 out of 10 amazing. I love me Marmite. Not had it with salad cream before. Well, now's the time to try it. What oh. about that? She says the dogs like it too. Well, there we go. There's, there's the reason to try. What are you up to down there in Kent, you lot? Uh, Lee putting forward fish fingers in a sandwich. Would Ooh. you say that's underrated? I think a lot of people do do that. We know it's fantastic. I feel like that's got the kind of platform that it deserves already. Exactly. I'd agree with you. Uh, but we're after that stuff that people might not really think about. We've got Rob on the line. Rob, what's an underrated food in your opinion? Definitely bacon and onion pudding that's steamed in the winter. So, you know, that with all tasties and peas is absolutely out there. And it's so easy to make. All it is is vegetable suet, onion and bacon all put in a, together and just steamed for an hour or two. Is this and one of those, um, those, those puddings you can get where it's a little bit like um, sticky toffee pudding where you, you turn it upside down absolutely. after microwave and then tap it with a spoon? That's it. And it's a savoury one, not a sweet one. Mmm, Richie's turning on his nose up at I this. I don't like onion, as, as as you know, but I'm just looking at a picture of it. It looks absolutely rank. Are you having that there, Rob? It's absolutely gorgeous, it really is. It's underrated, don't isn't it, Rob? It, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> well, we got next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit extreme for the summer, because it's quite heavy. 
but during the winter, it really is lovely on a cold night. Brilliant. Well, good to speak to you, Rob. Take care. And you, mate. Neil says, uh, you guys need to try cheese and bacon turnovers. Best ever from Home Bakery in Driffield. I'm a plasterer and I used to work in Driffield quite a lot. I used to get there just after they came out of the oven and buy them all. I love a cheese and bacon turnover. I went through a bad phase of buying one every night uh, at Liverpool Street before getting on the train home. Get yourself down to Driffield. <laughs> it's the home of the turnover. Oh, they're so good. Uh, Paul, underrated meal, what is it? It is cheesy beans on toast mm. with ch- chorizo and an optional fried egg. It's just downing. <laughs> well, look, I mean, all those bits individually, chorizo, nice, fried yeah. egg, nice, cheesy beans, great. But when did you ever, how did you end up putting all those things together? I have no idea. It was, it was many, many years ago. I think we just started with beans on toast, then, well, put a bit of cheese on, and then chorizo came afterwards. Paul, is that is that a breakfast, lunch or dinner? It's definitely breakfast. Is it? And how are you having yeah. the chorizo on there? Is it like a, in a solid it, chorizo state? No, or are you no, slicing no, that no. It's sliced. If you had, like, if you were impressing someone on a date and, and it was the first time they'd had a sleepover, would you cook them that the next morning? Oh, that's a tricky one. If I wanted to see him again, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Paul. Thanks, buddy. Tooting all the way home, I think. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Cheers. The Daily Takeaway. Very excited about Friday nights and our 80s versus 90s at Camden and looking to get a leg up from one of the biggest promoters in the business. Looks after the Isle of Wight Festival, John Giddings. John, obviously you are the man behind the Isle of Wight Festival. Richie and I, as you well know, have just been booked uh, to play a big gig in Ibiza. Uh, and we're just looking for some... Congratulations. Thank you Thank very you. much. We're just looking for some guidance as to, you know, someone like yourself that puts on big gigs. We're doing a big gig. Where do we start in terms of drumming up some support for this? Ask for a lot of money. That's <laughs> <laughs> OK, we'll make a note of that and pass it on to the bosses. Because we're playing Camden on Friday, John, and then Ibiza next weekend. So right. that's the two dates we've got in the diary. So two dates is enough to say it's a tour, isn't it? Yeah, it's a world tour, isn't it? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've conquered Europe. <laughs> well, John, tell us some of the names of some of the acts. Because you represent some, some huge names in the world of music. Who do you represent? Well, you know, the Isle of Wight is my hobby. You must realise that. And I do, I do it for the entertainment and fun of doing it. But I do tours worldwide for Beyonce, Madonna, um, Justin Timberlake, you too. So if you're talking about a major two-date world tour and you were in a situation where you're three days away from the first date and ten days <laughs> away from the final date, how would you promote that, that two-date DJ tour. What would be your first I, step? I would, phone, I would phone up all my friends who have billboards in London and have you on every archway, every underpass, flashing up where you're playing, what time you're on, come on down and make it attractive and interesting and probably not have a picture of you two. I don't know. <laughs> no offence taken. <laughs> Thanks for your advice there, John, flashing at an underpass. Brilliant. <laughs> I didn't realise I'd said that. Brilliant. Well, and, you know, obviously, you know, at the Isle of Wight Festival, you had some big DJs play there, Calvin Harris and the Chemical Brothers, etc. Uh, what kind of, like, rig do you think Richie and I should be expecting in the gig at Camden and in Ibiza? Like, dry ice? or have, Just make it have a lot streamers, balloons, 
have dry ice because all you do is put, plug in a USB and put your hands in the air, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's uh, let's not let them know about that. Was on stage with you, you know. You have to have lots of pictures in the background to distract people. Where would you go for a T-shirt, Cannon? If Beyonce said, "John, I want to fire T-shirts out." We've got some from the Phil Collins tour. We'll flog them to you for more than they're worth. <laughs> I, I saw the Phil Collins tour. Yeah, that... you remember at the end when we did the studio, yeah. all the crew used to fire those guns at the end. Well, we'll have a knock-off Phil Collins uh, cannon if there's some going. <laughs> I, I was at the Phil Collins tour. There was no T-shirts fired in my direction. <laughs> I feel so let down. As, as, as big a spectacle as possible to distract the fact that all you're doing is playing records. Okay. <laughs> it's been quite a tough pep talk, John, I'll be <laughs> honest really with you. really well, listen, we're going to try and drum up some support and then we're going to try and do some flyering. Does Beyonce do her own flyering, John, or have you done a, handed out flyers for Beyonce? No, I'm, I'm normally down there, down at, you know, Wardour Street, handing them out on the street. You've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to target the right audience. Who do you think your audience is? Anyone. Uh, literally anyone. We can't <laughs> anyone, be fussy at this point. Anyone will buy a ticket. <laughs> Speaking of buying tickets, uh, we note early bird tickets are on sale for the Isle of Wight Festival next year. Yeah, they're virtually sold out, so you better be quick. We're blown away by the demand. I mean, we've only been on sale since Friday lunchtime, and they've gone bang. People come to the Home Time Show, John, for the, the inside line on music and bands and gigs and so on. Any, any steer on who might be playing the Isle of Wight Festival 2024? I I would never tempt fate by telling you because it could all go horribly wrong and I would be embarrassed. So, you know, I just pray that the people I've approached will agree to do it. That's well, I look, we'll see how Ibiza goes, John, so don't, <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, chaps. I look Thank forward you. to hearing, hearing how it goes. Take care. Thanks, Thanks John. John. This is The Daily Takeaway. Some helpful pointers there from John as to how to uh, promote our two-date world tour of 80s versus 90s, uh, which uh, Tesco Mobile have been uh, very kind to come on board and help us with as well, uh, particularly as we head out to Ibiza uh, next weekend. Tesco Mobile giving you no roaming fees throughout the EU this summer, uh, this year, so you don't have to pay extra when you're on holiday, which is a result. Uh, so th thanks to John for his advice. I think we will do some flyering this week. We sent some stuff off to our printers to get printed. Yes. And you walk around central London, hand out some flyers. Uh, and it, that has vibes of having like... Do you, you see these people in town sometimes? They've got like a sign around their shoulders saying golf sale this way. <laughs> it's vibes of that. I'll never forget going back home down to, to Torquay like five or six years ago. And I, I ended up bumping into a guy that I used to go to school with who was um, he was going from bar to bar with a backpack full of uh, rum punch, like, like a Ghostbuster, <laughs> and filling people's drinks up. He was working for the promotions company that did the drink. So we want to ask you, this hour of home time, ahead of us doing some flyering for our big gig, have you ever worked in a promotional capacity for anyone, dressed up as anything to advertise something? What are the do's and the don'ts? Because it's not necessarily our field of expertise. We, we work in this box, we hide away from people. Well, I mentioned this on the show before an ex-girlfriend of mine uh, used to work at Wimpy in uh, Fleet Walk Torquay she used to dress up as Mr Wimpy are you still on talking terms could oh, you get some tips we haven't spoken for a while okay. <laughs> that's a shame <laughs> it's a shame she gave me the elbow <laughs> or, or the trident oh, she was a beef eater <laughs> There you go. Eight, I don't want to talk about it. 8, 12, 15 for your tips, please. We do need them. We've got Mark on the line. Mark, go down memory lane. Tell us about your flyering past. When we was probably about 17, something like that, my mum was like a PR rep, and she got me and my brother a gig outside Hamleys and Regent Street. Big store. the Skeletor and He-Man. <laughs> Full-size, muscle-blown 
latex wow. suit. It was like wearing four duvets, covered in latex. Right. I've never been so hot in all my life. So, Mark, you, who were you then? Which one were you, Mark? Skeletal. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother was he, man. <laughs> we don't have costumes tomorrow, Mark, but um, uh, that is a, 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 a cursory tale for us. That is that's fantastic. No problem. This is The Daily Takeaway. Take Just have interest, as we uh, close proceedings for today, what time do you go to bed? I went to bed at 12.40. That's late. I go to bed late. I go to bed around about midnight. I don't think you're getting enough sleep. I, I, I thing is, right, here's the problem. We get in late from work, don't we? Yeah. We have tea, chat to your partner, that kind of stuff. Then I want to play board games and watch stupid stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I don't want... I can't, I can't be in bed by 10 o'clock if I've got in through the door at half eight. I actually That's not keep, enough time. I keep a record of my sleep. Do you? Yeah, I do. And it will tell me, on average, the amount of sleep I'm getting. Over the last six months, I sleep, on average, eight hours, four minutes. Oh, wow. I'm, but I'm, I'm in bed for eight hours, 44 minutes. So what, what time do you go to sleep, to go to bed, like, type of thing? <laughs> We're really into this now. <laughs> we are. I'm interested, because I, I, maybe I'm like Maggie 11 Thatcher. o'clock. You 11 o'clock. Because then I get my eight hours. See, I, I don't. I'm midnight, 12.40. <laughs> Can't stop playing board games. Dave ain't taking this for the breakfast. He's loving it. Sorry, Dave, it's, it's rubbish. Just leave it.